you know, I, I was doing a little bit of research on different um, robotics companies mm-hmm. and um, I came across Rapid Robotics um, and I really, really wanted to reach out to somebody and found that you were a recruiter for them. And then it just made total sense to talk to you um, because as you know, in this podcast, I talk about different things uh, such as marketing um, and technology, but also we're really big on remote workers and technical mm-hmm. talent, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and it, and and by the looks of it, you have some uh, experience in technical talent recruiting, so technical <laughs> recruiting, yeah, <laughs> amazing. So, man, let's just uh, let's just dive in. Uh, okay. Do you have any questions for me before we no. get started? Okay. No. Great. Well, I, I shot over the outline. I, I hope you had a few minutes to to look mm-hmm. at some of the questions. Um. And this will just be a super laid back style of podcast, as you can tell, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm working from Starbucks. So uh, very big and remote. Big, big there remote. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So looking at your uh, LinkedIn profile, you've been, you've been in recruiting for like 25, almost 26 years since 1997, right? <laughs> Yeah, I always have to refer to how old my son is because he was two um, and he's about to turn 27 in November. So I'm like, how old is he again? Yeah, okay. Take away from there. Yeah, it's going to approach 25 years. Sounds crazy. But yeah, started back in the, you know, the SiliconValley.com days. So I've Mm. seen and been through it all, honestly. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure you have a ton of amazing stories. Um, yeah, we could be on here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to pick your brain at some point during the call um, and just ask you specifically about technical recruiting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just just a little bit about me. Um, so I have an agency where I help uh, software shops mm-hmm. um, out of Latin America, mm-hmm. um, you know, generate leads and book appointments with um with technology companies here in the United States. So I get them on calls with CTOs, CIOs, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not a, that's not a pitch or a plug. It's just a little bit about me. Actually, uh, yeah. And so that's my world. So I'm, I'm dealing a lot with um, technical talent. Yeah. And we're constantly looking for companies, uh, specifically high growth companies, looking for those um, high end um, engineers or developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's just the world that I live in. And I'd love yeah. to get your take um, on some of that technical recruiting during this call as well. So, um, so also I found out that you are the founder of, um, corporate and color consulting where you guys offer, um, you know, professional services such as recruiting, but also other things, um, that I'd love for you to, to let us know. So can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you guys offer? Yeah, so um, essentially everything around strategic career consulting, um, I don't just build out resumes or rewrite resumes, you know, I really try to help individuals understand, you know, what their worth is and what they're good at and um, really focus on what role is going to make sense for them. And that's all encompassing of culture, company size, like what are their goals, Um, you know, do you want to be queen of the world, you know, in five years, okay, cool. This is a path that we need to go yeah. against. I'm um, not against, but go t- towards yeah. um, for that end game, you know? So um, 
I'm I'm a little bit um, I'm very focused on the individual and what they want to do. Um, I don't have like a blanket or a template. You know, I don't believe in that. Um, I think that a career search is just as individual as the person, and so mm -hmm. you need to approach it that way and understand who they are. And um, not to be long-winded, but really quick. You know, obviously I'm female. I'm Latina, and um, some of the things that I went through, you know, you mentioned I've been in this industry for 25 years, um, is is kind of a little bit of a mindset that needs to be readjusted, you know, especially, yeah. now, you know, um, one of the gifts of the pandemic was, you know, really huge focus on diversity and inclusion. And so I read that's something that I've always brought to my business clients and definitely want to make sure that my individual clients understand yeah. their high worth, you know, yeah. in that aspect, whether it's gender-based, LGBTQ, whatever the case is, yep. um, there's a lot of great perspective, you know, on that. And I just try to help them highlight that and build their confidence and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I do in a really big nutshell, that's what we yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. Uh, I wanted to ask you a quick question about the career coaching side of it. So I understand that the resume writing, that's kind of like one and done type of thing, right? You can get that yeah. out of the way pretty quick. Interview prep, right? Kind of one and done. Um, but the career coaching, I bet that's something that um, that can be pretty tough for a lot of people. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, 90% uh, of it is getting out of your own head, literally, you know, myself yeah, yeah, yeah. included. You know, when it comes to my resume and kind of figuring out what I want to do or what when I was in the working for someone else kind of mode um it's it's a it's a lot of and i don't want to get too deep here but it is a lot of societal implications that you have to have a four-year degree you have to have yeah. this you have to have that you have to whatever mm -hmm. and the reality of the world today is that you don't have to anything no. you know you got to be good at what you do and you have to be confident about what you do and so yep. in a lot of forms i'm a therapist <laughs> you know yeah. in the sense yeah, of like yeah. look you, you, this is what you've told me you've done, you know, because I really focus on impact. Like, what did you do that was impactful there? Did you leave that place a better place? Okay. And give me, give me, um, show me examples so that we can talk about it. We can sh sh highlight it on your resume, but also talk about it in your interviews. And that way you're not like caught during the headlights. So I start yeah. there build that foundation and try to continue, you know, down the path. Um, some of my clients it's, you know, two, three month long engagement. Some folks, uh, I have a lot of folks to come back to me because they got a job and now they're next, they're ready for the next level, the next role, which is super exciting. Um, yeah. yeah. And so it, it is really just helping people get out of their own head by showing them what they did, you know, yeah. so yeah. and what they do. Um, mm. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. And it's really interesting to see that it affects people at all levels. Like, mm. A lot of my clients are middle management, CEOs, VPs, you know, and 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 up, and it it hits everybody. Everybody yeah. has their insecurities. Everybody has their own, you know, stuff in their head that they think that they need to do. You know, mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is around communication and over explaining themselves. You know, okay. which equates to lack of confidence, which unfortunately a lot of women and most women of color tend yeah. to do. Um, yeah, that, I could. Yeah, I can see how that would perpetuate the insecurity too, right? Exactly. Because you're looking at the mirror, and people exactly. are looking at you. You know, it's like, am I am I connecting here? Right. You know, 
and um, and that all stems from confidence and it's just yeah. like little things like you know not little things but some of the things that I've done and I understand from a business perspective and dealing with co- companies mostly startups is, is what I focus on yeah um is that they um you have you, you know if you're hired for a certain level of role they expect you to communicate a certain level of role mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying like yeah, that sure. needs to match that if you're a director yeah. if you're a vp you need to be able to garner the attention of your of your teammates and be able to explain it whatever the the initiative is or whatever the case is and yeah. if you over explain it you're going to lose folks and, interesting super interesting yeah, yeah. So. okay um, I wanted to touch a little bit on Rapid Robotics. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think they're a super cool company from they the looks are. of it. Um, the, their focus is um, manufacturing. So the automation, so manufacturing automation or automation automation manufacturing. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to read f- right from their LinkedIn yeah. <laughs> page, uh, because it's well-written and it sounds awesome. So Rapid's mission is to provide manufacturers and robotic solutions that can be deployed against simple tasks in hours rather than weeks. Mm -hmm. And at a fraction of the cost of other automation softwares that require extensive manual programming, our product is fully integrated robotic arm work cell that is trained to perform tasks out of the box and learn new tasks via a cloud infrastructure, AI, and computer vision. So those were the three Mm-hmm. Uh, I took note of that. There was a, those were the three technologies. It was AI, computer vision, and this is all done by by cloud via cloud infrastructure, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they've only been around since 2019, and looks like you guys are growing, doing real well. Yeah. Do you do you do technical recruiting for them? That's all I do. Yeah, um, kind of an interesting story how that came about, and just how how small of a world the technical world recruiting world is on um, the. Re- director of talent acquisition um, is somebody that I worked with um, probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, Mm. And she was my recruiting coordinator. And um, she was just getting into the industry. She was transitioning from something else. And um, yeah, and it's just interesting how, you know, full circle things came about. And she's like, Jim, I need, I sent her somebody, one of my clients actually for a recruiting Mm. coordinator role that she had opened. And I actually get to work with her now. It's kind of cool. <laughs> One of my cool. clients that I helped. Um, but uh, I sent her, I said, hey, I got this person, long story short, they hired her. And she said, actually, I was going to reach out to you because I have a tech, I just got headcount for a technical recruiter. We're bringing on all these roles. And obviously she knows what I do and how I go about it. DNI is a huge, huge, huge uh, focus of theirs. Um, she's like, can, are, do, can you do it? And I was like, yeah. So really, yeah. really cool how that came about. Um, and then when after I joined, because it was really, really quick, I realized that Jordan is actually um, one of a client of mine from like probably 15 years ago. I don't know. I'm dating myself so bad. <laughs> but um, he was a CEO of that company. And it was one of yeah. my favorite clients because they were just so cool. They were really progressive. Uh, the culture was just really dope, yep. especially that time is when we were doing with all the Uber stuff, you know, you know all that kind yep. of stuff. And he just had a little bit of a different light to it and come to find out he's the CEO of Rapid. So okay. again, really, really cool how things are just, you know, you know, personally, my reputation is everything, you know, my professional reputation, even my personal, but um, it was just really cool to be able to say, hey, you know, I didn't have to talk to the CTO. I didn't even have to talk, I didn't have to, talk to anybody. Yep. She was just like, I want this. I want her. I know her. Let's go. And that's exactly what happened. So it was really amazing. Cool. 
yeah yeah Not a couple I mean, even... of times that happened yeah okay <laughs> yeah I, I noticed i noticed even on uh on linkedin it looks like there's like 20 open positions and they're all technical it's amazing yeah. i mean you have you guys have um senior c plus plus business operations lead qa field application engineer product manager it's like software support engineers it's it's amazing so yeah. it looks like you guys are in fact 18 results yeah uh you guys are are growing man yeah um, but you so, know the really cool exciting. thing about them that i will say and um i've noticed you said high growth quite a bit yeah. is that i i really try to stay away from that term yeah. um because there's a lot of negative connotation you know yeah. and high growth you know, it just, it, I read an article on LinkedIn when Twilio um, let go of like, I don't know what the percentage of their workforce and um, talking about markets, you know, they specifically were speaking about, you know, why did they lay people off? And it's what I've been kind of iterating. They overhired, you know, and, yep. and they overprojected. And instead of taking a hit, they decided to to let go of people, which is yeah. really bad leadership, you know. So yeah. um, what I will say about rapid and leadership there is that they are leadership is extremely conscientious and cognizant of um, the market and making sure that all roles are business critical. All roles are going to be impactful. Um and it's not not a high growth kind of environment. You know, we're yep. very conscientious. We have these roundtables of making sure that each role is is still we're still on track. Yes, it's still needed. Yes, you know, this is why. And we're not going to be six months down the line and have to, you know, yeah. do something drastic. Back twenty percent. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Exactly. So um, it's really refreshing. It's really refreshing for leadership to have. And I yeah. put that to you know Jordan's leadership co-founder Ruddick having the same kind of mentality and just really keeping the pulse of, you know, the market and what's going on. And it's a very different market than I've ever been a yeah. part of, you know, so I'm sure you yeah. can definitely attest to that as well. Yeah. And I would love to talk about that. You know, we have, I would like to sort of create a parallel between, you know, the recruiting landscape before and after COVID, right? So, and I don't want to get caught up talking about COVID or anything, no, I got but, you. but the idea is I would love to talk about just the landscape of, of post COVID. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to first ask, um, you know, are you finding it harder to find technical talent? It's always hard. It's, <laughs> always, hard. Yeah. it's always hard. You know, um, it's never easy. Obviously if it was, I wouldn't have a job, um, yeah. many capacity, um, it's different. It's it's different. Um, when previous to COVID, you know, I was very much so of the mindset in regards to like offers, you know, um, because I'm a pretty high touch recruiter and that I'm always talking to my candidates. Where are you? Where's the money at? Okay, you said it was here. You know, this is a constant conversation. So then when we come to the offer stage, it's it's a formality. You know, you know what we're gonna send you, you know, you know, and I expect you because we've given you that respect of showing you we're moving you know we're moving forward this yep. and close i've closed deals in seven days you know from the point that mm. i talked to them to them coming in you know and i believe that that's just respectful you know mm. especially in the bay area so with that though i also expect that at this point you can give me an answer within you know pretty much 24 hours and if and if you need more time 
there, there's a disconnect. There's something going on. You know, I, I was pretty kind of hard ass about it and that what what what's another 24 hours going to give you what that you don't know now, you know, kind of mentality. And I really pushed for that. Yeah. In um, terms of the offer. Exactly. Okay. You know, okay. and yeah. I would talk to them through that. Sometimes I rescinded offers and they're like, no, 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 no way. I'm just, you know, I just need to think about, I'm like, what do you need to think about that? We've gone through this process for a week or two or whatever. It is. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's um, the head stuff, right? That's exactly. The that's where the coaching needs to come in. Exactly. And so um, now, you know, someone tells me I need, you know, and it's all about transparency. I very much so run with that, you know, this is where we're at. This is what we can do. If you've got a 500,000 offer, which is very real nowadays, you no. know, uh, you know, because of equity, because of RSUs or whatever it is, you know, you need to consider what's more important to you nowadays. And let me be very transparent. There's no way in heck I can match that, you know, yeah, but yeah. what I can offer you, what are your priorities? And I've had folks who've walked away from that, but also yeah. need a little bit more time to think about it. And so it's, it's about a constant adjustment, mm -hmm. you know, to what the market is. I'm not mm -hmm. going to give somebody a month. That's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, end of the week kind of a thing, as long as they're being transparent and, you know, with recruiters, I'm, you have to have an insanely accurate gut, yeah. you know, an intuition. And if you feel like things are going awry or maybe somebody's withhelding, you have to really hold on to that and, mm -hmm. and let that kind of drive your decisions, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 I will say this market is very different. It, I don't know that it's harder because it's always been hard, you know, um, it's, it's just making adjustments and kind of, I think what I felt yeah. about, you know, what the pandemic has done is just what I've always tried to, um, set my foundation on is understanding what the profile is based on who the company is, you know, as mm. a whole. And, you know, are we targeting, somebody you know that's kind of done the rat race and just tired of it and, and wants to come back to something smaller more impactful whatever you know whatever that candidate profile looks like of the right candidate um that's changed a little bit but i think what i always try to focus on is on the culture you know and you know your work-life balance and what that means and i've been doing this for 10 15 years before all these trending words came up you know what i mean um and what i found is that it's it's very much so more true nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's something that, you know, happened with the the great layoff or, or quit or I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, people didn't go and, and, and go nomads and off the grid or anything like that. They just reassessed what was important to them, you know? Yeah, and that's and kind of where, that. mm -hmm. yeah, and that's where working from home came into play. You know, I can either drive two hours a day or I can hang out with my kid, get to feed my baby, uh, you know, whatever, get a workout in, get a nap in, <laughs> you know, if yeah. that's needed yeah. and, and still be productive. And sometimes in a lot of cases, I follow the data on this, they're more productive, you know? Yeah. And so it's companies that are really, and, and there's some cases, like we have some roles at Rapid where we do have to have folks come in because they have to interact with the robotic arm, you know? And so yeah, we work that, you know, as a hybrid, you know, and um, some people aren't okay with that. Okay. That, I mean, yeah. it's, it's more than fine, you know, we'll just have to go on to the next person, but 
I think that the recruiting nowadays, you just have to have a little bit more empathy. You know, I've always been a firm believer that you get whatever you put out. You know what I mean? And um, that's why I've been able to be in this industry for 25 years, you know, and I get to call people that I worked with 10, 12 years ago, or people call me and say, are you available? You know, and you know, whatever I have going on at that point, yes or no, or whatever the case is, but um, it, it's, it's a people business. And I think that sometimes, you know, there have been trends where that's gotten lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 